When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. <laughs> Welcome back to the huddle. Minnesota Wild get a shootout win over the New York Rangers last night. Jesse Pierce of the Bar Down Beauties podcast as well as writer for NHL.com. Minnesota Wild, she's everywhere. Jesse, good morning. Thanks for joining us on the of John course. Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you guys? I'm. We're great. We're great. Thank you. It was nice, uh, nice for to get wins from both sides uh, of the river last night. Timberwolves and the Wild get a victory. Um, it, I hate the saying, and it's been thrown around. I hate the saying that games are must win, or this is the biggest season changing win in November. But with what this team's gone through in the past week to now, uh, with lineup switches and everything. How big was this win truly at this early in the season? I mean, it was. It was a crucial win, a critical win almost to right the ship. I mean, a lot of talk has been made about inside the locker room about the Wild missing their swag. And certainly a shootout victory in dominant fashion uh, helped get that swag back. So stop the bleeding of a four-game losing streak, and yes, it's early. But just in general, the way that the Minnesota Wild have been playing really wasn't the identity that you expected from them. And I think last night is more of what's to come and uh, what you'll see moving forward. And Jesse, like you said, uh, lost four in a row. They lost six of the last seven. Uh, as, as far as the goaltending, what, what do you think is going on this year where that, that was such a big strength of the, the Wild last year, but it seems like it's been a little bit more difficult so far? It's been a struggle, but I don't know that that's necessarily just on the goaltending either. I think there's been some defensive breakdowns and lapses. Uh, you saw Dean Ebsen try to correct that by putting Damon Hunt in yesterday and scratching John Merrill just to get a different look at some different pairs and see what they can do. And, of course, they're without their captain, Jared Spurgeon. I am at the outdoor practice for the Wild right now. Spurgeon is on the ice, so that bodes well moving forward as he inches yeah. closer and closer to a return. Um, but, you know, I don't want to pin it necessarily all on the goalies. Could they be better? Of course. But so could everybody on the Minnesota mm. Wild during that losing streak. And, uh, again, I think they're ready to step up coming off that big victory against the Rangers last night. Jesse Pierce joining us at the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline this morning. You talk about the defense. And, I, Jesse, I just I feel like we've seen this before where when the Wild have a really hot goaltender, and, and this time it's Philip uh, Gustafson, that the defense sometimes isn't as good. I remember watching it happen when Devin Dubnik was in that, or you know that that letdown because you the thought is that the goalie is going to save the day. Is that what's happening, or or is it really truly just a lost core without Jared Spurgeon in there? I mean, of course, there's a little bit of loss. I think when you're missing a guy like Jared Spurgeon, not only your captain, not only a leader, but that constant that the Minnesota Wild have relied on for so long on the defensive floor. Uh, but I think you're absolutely right, Dave. There's a lot of 
confidence in Philip Gustafson and Marc-Andre Fleury for the defenseman, rightfully so. So sometimes I think you do. You get caught maybe allowing a little bit too much to slip past, knowing that you have some pretty good goaltending. Now, certainly, as uh, as we had mentioned, it's been a little shaky as of late, so that might push the defense to tighten up just a little bit. And then that goes to show, too, the Minnesota Wild have played some really good opponents during the opening start yes. of the season, which is only going to get tougher. So a credit where credit's due. Everybody in this league is tough. So you've got some young defensemen. Brock Faber has fit in seamlessly, but you've got – Dakota Mermis and Damian Hunt who are trying to step up and, and do their part, but they're still young. They're still learning. So uh, I think Minnesota Wild fans might also be missing Matt Dumba a little bit more than they anticipated. Another big piece that uh, obviously didn't return this year. But all in all, I'm not too nervous. It's still early, and I think the defense is starting to get it together little by little, game by game. And, Jesse, it makes sense that you're not too nervous because I think there's some players out there that are playing extremely well, Zuccarello and Kaprizov and Erickson and Hartman. Are they going to be able to convert that into much more in terms of wins, do you think? If they continue on the pace that they are, I would I would think that's going to be something very, very positive for the Wild as we get for, move forward. I mean, they've done it before, right? You go back two years when Ryan Hartman had a career year. Juliar Snack was on the verge of a career year. Matt Zuccarello. Um, it's, it's something that they know they can do. It's within them. Now, are they going to necessarily be relied upon to do that? Probably not because you have Kirill Kaprizov, Marco Rossi, and Matt Boldy, three players that have really showed that they can step up and, and do their thing. Kirill Kaprizov still struggling just a bit to find the back of the net, but he's out there trying every night. And Marco Rossi, oh my goodness, boys, I feel bad that I ever questioned this young man's yep. skill because he's certainly proving all of us naysayers wrong this year by having an absolutely tremendous year whether it shows up on the score sheet or not so he's been a really really fun good player to watch for the wild uh jesse you and everyone else who questioned marco rossi over the past couple of years by the way and and i'm thrilled that you you brought him up because i, I think the only thing more desired than maybe a solid vikings offensive lineman over the years <laughs> is the wild having a number one center is marco rossi has he finally he, he looked fantastic last night um, has he finally stepped in? Have we found a legitimate number one center for Minnesota Wild? I think they are pretty darn close. Now, as we <laughs> want to save some criticism through 11 games, I also want to save too much praise through 11 games. But so far, he has been absolutely tremendous, not only on winning the faceoffs, but getting that big body in front, kind of like Jewel Erickson Eck, right? That's what makes Jewel Erickson Eck so strong up the middle is putting that net front presence. And that's something – in those first two glimpses, first two seasons, we saw Marco Rossi. I didn't see much of. I didn't see really that body presence. And this year, that was something Bill Guerin really stressed to Marco to work on in the offseason. He put on the 15 pounds. He's done the work, boys, and I love to see it. So I think he is very, very close. But I will, of course, save face and say, not just yet. Let's <laughs> pause for a moment. But uh, I love what I'm seeing so far. Hey, Jesse, how about the Vegas Knights? Have you had a chance to watch them? And it's it, it, the ironic thing is they're essentially undefeated. They had the overtime loss, but they lost to the Blackhawks of all teams to lose to. Isn't that, do you find that one pretty interesting? And are, are they as good as what it certainly appears that they are in terms of their record so far? I mean, you're right. It certainly appears so. I saw that they beat the Avalanche 7-0 to last night, which scares the living daylights out of me, guys. It's absolutely insane. I mean, Colorado has proven how hard it is to go back-to-back. There's very few teams that have done it. Tampa Bay Lightning was able to figure it out, uh, and Vegas seems to be on that path. Now, again, it's early, and certainly the loss to the Blackhawks first, but it also reminds you that you have to give it your all against every single team. Every team is beatable. Every game is losable. 
Uh, you know, Chicago did just that against Vegas, but they certainly are a team to beat in the West. It's going to be really hard to knock off them reigning champs because they seem to have all the pieces figured out in their goaltending, which is probably the biggest question coming into the season, has looked all right. But they also don't need good goaltending when they're putting the puck in the net like they are. So definitely a team to fear a little bit. Uh, we'll see what happens to them as the season progresses. Jesse, I always appreciate your time. I know how busy you are, and I know practice is probably wrapping up, so you got to go get some interviews. Thanks for giving us some time on a Sunday morning. Always, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Thank Jesse. you, Jesse. Jesse Pierce, NHL.com, Bar Down Beauties bod- podcast as well. Uh, fantastic hockey mind, by the way. She just she knows the game so well. Always love having her on. Take a quick break, and we'll skip over to Timberwolves. Chris Hines from the Star Tribune is going to join us coming up next. You're listening to 830 WCCO. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 